previously on Queen Charlotte, our royal couple had their coronation. Queen Charlotte, King George were official. Now, they're trying to create an heir on even days, as they say, but George's erratic behavior continues to be an issue for the newlyweds. And things really culminate when George is running around the field naked, screaming at the sky. And despite the palace trying to keep things under wraps, Charlotte intervenes and helps calm him down. So how will all of this play into their future as king and queen? Let's find out this week on the Lord of Grantham podcast. And we are back on the back half of Queen Charlotte. What's going on, Corey? Not so much, Dave. You know, just we're coming off a long weekend here with Memorial Day in America uh, when we're recording this. And yeah, Dave, we just saw each other yesterday. So I think we both know where we're at. We're both doing okay, right? Oh, yeah. Our listeners are like, yeah, they they did see each other yesterday. <laughs> they know this. They know that. <laughs> Well, yeah, we did see each other yesterday at an old barbecue. Mm-hmm. Got to spend time with some friends, have a good time, and here we are now. And, you know, everyone we talked to, oh, I've watched Queen Charlotte. Oh, yeah, I've watched all of it. Yeah. And we're, we're just like, no, 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 no. We're don't doing tell this week us by how week. it ends. I don't want to know. <laughs> we're going to play the slow, long game here. And listeners, thank you if you're still tuning in and, if you're, and you've already watched the show. We appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thanks for not spoiling it for us. At messaging us. You literally could just email us and tell us what happens, and we'd be like, the goddess. <laughs> he goes mad. <laughs> yeah. Well, Dave. Yeah? <laughs> outside the world of uh, Bridgerton, before we get into this episode, not much going on. There was a huge you know, news last week of a potential new season of Downton. There has been no follow-up on that to speak of Exactly. <laughs> there you go. The only piece of news I have to give you from any of the other shows that we've watched on this podcast is that uh, Caitlin Fitzgerald, uh, the wife of uh, Aiden Turner, uh, who portrays Ross Poldark, uh, she recently confessed that a lot of people have just kind of linger outside her home. Really? Yeah, trying to get a look at Aiden Turner. Okay. <laughs> uh, and she even quit social media to get some, some privacy. But, uh, you know, we know he's a hunk. <laughs> People like him. We know that. Yeah, confirmed. But, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so if you're a fan of Aiden Turner, maybe just don't stalk him. You know? You can yeah, don't hang out outside of his time. house. Yeah. Pick another uh, house. You can, you can come by, by our houses. We'll, we'll, we'll be friendly. Um, sure. <laughs> yeah. But uh, <coughs> that that's all that's really going on, Dave. Yeah. So what, speaking of uh, not a lot going on, we got a pretty straightforward episode of King Queen. Uh, this should be called King George this week. Call what you want this week. Uh, the name of this episode is episode four of uh, Queen Charlotte. It's Holding the King. Yes. And this is uh, this reminds me of the last season of The Crown and how just straightforward. Mm-hmm. Tell the story. We don't weave it, things in and out. We just go right down the line of what's been going on with our our young king. 
Yeah, you know the story. You've seen most of the story beats. We're just filling in the blanks here. So, we we start off where we left off last week. We got the bear ass, uh, the bear bund uh, <laughs> king, getting washed off, uh, sponged down. He's gonna, middle, yeah, he's in, gonna, in the dark of the night, getting scrubbed down by by Queen Charlotte and uh, and Reynolds and you know, was it is it Brimsley who's like, you don't have to do this. You don't have to wash them down. <laughs> this is our job. We're sponge boys. Yeah, but and she's like, no, no, no. I'm. That's my that's my man. I'm a sponge him. And and they 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 get to cleaning them. He he really got dirty pretty quick from running out there. Like he wasn't rolling around in the grass or anything, as far as I could tell. But no, he's he just in dirty. the mud for a hot sec. That's it. Yeah. So she asks, you know, what's going on with him, and that's what precipita- precipitates a flashback. Yeah. We're back to uh, he he's doing his thing. This is before he meets, or before he knows about Charlotte. We see that he really does love agriculture and the horses, and that's uh, that's what he's doing. Yeah, he's, he's in the field, and you know that what is it? They're uh, they're working with a horse, uh, and you know the guys. Just talking to them, the you know, oxen, you know, they're easier to control. <laughs> Stir, you know, stirring conversation they had back then. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, he's like, well, horses are faster. Mm-hmm. Horses get the work done a lot more efficiently. I think on some level they're trying to say something about how, you know, one is, you know, one being easier to control than the other is maybe some kind of metaphor for him, <laughs> uh, you know. It'd be easier if he was an oxen, but he compares himself to a horse, which I guess is less easy to control. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but Augusta needs to see George, and he's off to, to her home for her to then reprimand him for not producing an heir. Yeah, and he says, look, what do you think? What's, what's more important, cheap bread or some fictitious king and she goes well we don't have either mm-hmm. and by the way i got a mail order bride coming from germany yeah because because the people need a king the the war has uh, apparently drained their coffers and uh so they need to kind of turn things around so yep they signed that agreement it's too late there's nothing you can do and he his reaction is just start talking about the moon as you do Yep. You 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 have a wife for me coming on the way? Have you looked in the sky recently? Have you seen how blue that moon is? It needs my attention. I'm it's going like to gotta, look at it. I got to go. I got to get out of here. But boy oh boy. The twitch starts coming on. He's he's feeling sideways. And he starts sputtering. He and he's he's going humming 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 and it's not because the the queen is coming or or so we know it's Whatever spell he has coming over. Whatever, whatever set him off. I mean, so they don't really, was it? The, they don't really diagnose what it is exactly, right? No. <laughs> it's well, just, this is the 1800s, so mm-hmm. I don't think even they had a label for it. But we see he's taken to like a one of those sort of 
theaters, you know, the medical theaters where there's like two or three doctors watching him and Princess Augusta's saying, well, what do you want to do? And it's one doctor's like, oh, we've got to wrap his legs or something like that. There's all these sort of hands-on procedures that they're suggesting that are ways that will make him calm down. Right. And on one level, they're understandably concerned for his general well-being. But the other thing that they raise in the room is that well, we can't call him crazy or he risks losing the, the, the throne. Like, yeah. people can't see him like this. Uh, so. But Dr. Monroe what, steps in. Mm-hmm. And he says, I got some ideas for you. And they're like, who are you again? And how did you get into this closed-door meeting about the well-being of the king? Where he's having a panic attack right in front of everybody? Mm-hmm. He's like, well, I just walked in. The door was left open, so I came in. And he says, well, I come from... He says he comes from a, a basically a psych ward. And they're sure. like, no, no, no. What are you going to do? What? You don't have any, any business here. And he puts his hand on George's shoulder... And he says, you are the leader of armies and navies. You have the most power out of anybody in the world. You command millions of people. Command yourself. That's all all you need is a strong, firm voice to kind of bring yourself back. And then he brings Uh, himself back and he goes, okay, this guy seems like a calm, even-keeled man who won't do weird experiments to me (laughs) in the name of medicine. mm -hmm. Let's hire him. Yeah, the, the, this Dr. Monroe, he might as well be just Dr. Nick Riviera. It's just like, like hi, everybody. <laughs> hi, Dr. Monroe. And they just let him propose his uh, treatments. Um, <coughs> so, you know, King George, he, he's kind of disappearing. Uh, and, he, you know, there's a lot of discussion. Is he right? Is, is, he, is he falling apart? The doctor smacks him. <laughs> and he's like fixed you know i know how to fix these kind of people all you got to do is just give them a little that strong every now and again yeah but he's not ready to commit to a full program for recovery because this wedding is underway and we see george getting ready for that walking around the the the, what's the name well actually i'm not sure the name of the place that they're at off the top of my head yeah whatever it's It's, i don't think it's buckingham house at this point right because that's where because that's that's not where the wedding took place. Uh, but yeah, we see how he bumps into the queen and then we see the marriage and then we see him gradually losing it over the course of the wedding night, just sitting sideways a little bit. After sweeping her off her, her feet, we start to get his perspective of, oh, he, was, he wasn't all, all the way there all night. Yeah, yeah. We see our, our man giving him a smack to the face and the guards are like, hey, hey, hey. You know, like these guards are ready to kill this guy for putting hands on the king and... George is like, nah, nah, Monroe's cool. This is my guy. He's cool. And meanwhile, Shonda Rhimes has got the checks flowing to Beyonce. Because once again, we have another Beyonce song on uh, the instruments being played on the violin. We got Deja Vu, a, uh-huh. a deeper cut song that was a single from her back in 2006. <laughs> and, uh, I, it, you know, it's kind of like Deja Vu because we've already seen these events. Got it. Yeah. Good. But we do see that uh, this sort of period of time between when George kind of comes back during the honeymoon and when Charlotte is is hovering around being angry at him, 
it's not out of you know him looking in the telescope all day mm-hmm. it's he's being seriously treated by Dr. Monroe for these panic attacks and these you know episodes that he's having yeah and it- and yeah, we we do see you know what his real thoughts are on Queen Charlotte because when he runs away back home the the uh, on the wedding night, Reynolds joins him in this observatory and asks you know is she okay, uh, you know and and George says he didn't know a woman could be so beautiful, let alone from yeah. Germany. <laughs> Joking, uh, but he he wants to return to the plant and stars. Uh, you know he doesn't want to be disturbed. Disturbed. He's just doing his thing. Yeah, and he does, and you can see he does not want to like. He doesn't want these episodes to scare her away. Mm-hmm. So he gives himself over to Doctor Monroe and says, "Why don't you take up shop in the palace? Yep. How you have an office? We'll give you some space. Bring in all your caged animals and skeletons and leeches and all that stuff, and we'll we'll take it from there." Now, Dave, do you think what we've seen so far in this episode squashes our, our thoughts that he may be a were- werewolf? Is that still a possibility? I think it's on the table that he still is. The moons are calling to him. If it hits oh, just yeah. right and it hits his eye, don't rule Dr. it out that Monroe he's he, He's like Dr. Frankenstein. Like He's just trying to harness the power of the wolf. Right, or, or the Isle of Dr. Moreau, right? With not Monroe, but Moreau. And that had experimentation yeah. on people. Who knows? Who knows? Well, we see Dr. Monroe's methods are very much cruel experiments of sorts. So, <laughs> If you watch Poldark, it's very much Dr. Choke-esque, where it's a bit of a quack doctor who thinks punishment will lead to some kind of cure. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think, the thing is, I don't think he's totally un- unfounded in what his principle is. But what he's saying to the people in the beginning is like, all we gotta do is sort of talk it out with him and get it out of his head and but then he goes behind the, behind his lair walls and he starts giving him the ice bucket challenge eight times over and over and over and over. And, and punishing him by having him eat porridge. And, and that that's supposed to break a man? You should see what I have for breakfast just to make ends meet here in the city. Hey, that's just life, brother. He's like, uh, well, you got you to gotta have the $1 ramen noodles for dinner. <laughs> Disgusting. But Deal I, I think... I think what he's getting at is not bad. He's also shaving him every day, which is very strange. So Dr. Monroe's basic like premise is that King George has never had any any like humility because he's always gotten mm. what he's wanted. So yeah. it's time he starts living like someone who has to follow orders. So that also entails eating oatmeal and porridge and... He's doing smit. whatever you're being yanked out of bed at five o'clock in the morning to go have his head shoved in ice mm-hmm. and it just you know it, it it seems very contrarian to or you know contrary to what dr monroe was saying in this room full of other doctors when he's like hey this is what we got to do we got to treat him like a human and we got to treat this like an illness rather than like Medicals, we can fix it with like draining his blood. I mean, I mean you, you do start to wonder: Does he just want to punish and, and, and just make the king suffer? Uh, especially when they introduce the one chair where they bound and gag him to it, 
And I don't know yeah. what effect they're really achieving there, just other than just that's pure torture. <laughs> Yeah, and they're they're do he says like I don't want to drain blood. He says that at one point to the guy in the beginning. He like, this is not the way to do it. And then mm-hmm. he got leeches on him. He's draining blood. Yeah. I like I want to see what evidence he had that this worked on someone. Because <laughs> it yeah, seems I want to see a the bit of a stretch. Left. Yeah, because it seems a bit of a stretch to just start applying this to the king uh, of yeah. England. Uh, Got to check your credentials a little bit. Um, and he calls it a terrific method because terror is very important to it. It's like, all right, bud. So you say. Terror. Uh, and and so the king has a, a bit of a moment of clarity because, uh, you know, he has a, a bit of a moment in the morning before he has to go through this torture where, he, where he's with himself. So he's talking to Reynolds. And he's under, he hears that Queen Charlotte's been pretty miserable. So yeah. he, he devises a plan of, hey, maybe there's a way we can keep her happy, you know? S- something that will remind her that we're, we're a good couple. Well, this is also because, if we were talking about our little friend, the dog, yeah. this is because Brimsley and Reynolds have a little side meeting and they're like, mm-hmm. she is miserable. What You got to do something. You got to give her something. And we, we skipped over the fact that Dr. Monroe goes on this whole tangent about how the Pomeranian or whatever the the breed dog it is mm-hmm. used to be a wolf and that humans have basically turned this mythical wolf who would eat old people and babies and turned it into a little pocket dog again what so, do you think they're trying to do to George they're trying to turn him from a wolf into a human yeah that's what <laughs> I mean he's this is like be, be your it is yeah you, you want him but he wants him to be harnessed his wolf yeah, shave him down. Dr. Monroe's like, let's keep that wolf hair to a minimum. Yeah. But then George, he's flexing. He says, mm-hmm. we got to give a sign of uh, kindness, a gesture, to let her know that I'm, I'm sorry. Let's get this wolf. Yeah. So they, and they Re- snatched- Reynolds does not walk into this office and say, there's a skull with a bunch of needles in it. And there's mm-hmm. all these animals here and leeches and a chair with a, a gag on it. He goes, walks in, lets, lets the dog out, and leaves. He's not like, hey, King George, is this okay with you? Are you really better off because of this? No, he's like, all right, get the dog. Give the yep. dog to her. We're good. He's the king. He can do what he wants. Yeah. And so uh, what was it? What's next in this thing? Because we jump around. I feel like we're very, we're like running at the finish line. This episode is so straightforward. Yeah, I mean, we we do see some scenes of uh, Monroe shaving. Uh, yeah, like a his face around bit. around his neck, and it's just like, ah, man, they they really are zooming in close on that shot, and I think it's for a reason. It's kind of like Monroe has him by the throat. Uh, but Doctor Monroe is complaining that. The, the dog is missing. His, his Pomeranian yeah. is missing. He, he asks who let the dogs out. Who? Do, yeah, and, who? and who? Who? King George is like, I don't know. And then Reynolds is like, she <laughs> yeah. liked the gift. She called it a deformed bunny, to which Monroe's like... And you like, can see Monroe like, knows exactly what's going on. And King George is starting to rub it in his face like, I'm a little better off. 
What do you, and what are you who gonna are do you? about it? Who do you think you are? Yeah, I'm the king. I can let the dogs out. Which does is that kind to, of to con- face. You know, Princess Augusta's like helping the, you know, they put all their funds into making sure that Dr. Monroe is helping King George and King George is like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. And we know he's eating porridge and being woken up and having his head shoved in the ice, but He's also in a good spot with Queen Charlotte. You know, like, they're kind of at each other's throats sometimes, but they're also getting down on the even days. Mm-hmm. That's right. They don't even show that in between here. It's just him getting whipped and everything in between. No, they show them They show them getting down on the oh, even Oh, yeah, days. that's right. There is a brief montage of that. <laughs> yeah. Shonda loves a montage. Right, which is why he starts to feel like, maybe I can do without this thing. I think I got this under control. I really just miss my agriculture, which... Again, for a guy who doesn't submit, he does like some hard labor. So there is that. Yeah. He does. He loves being out in the field. Yep. And, and so about he's the efficiency out there. of horses. Exactly. So he's he's returning to his work and everything's going to fi- going fine, but we see in that dinner he's already losing it. There's like a piercing sound in his head. Uh and she's already running away because of yeah. uh, the meal for her. Um, and was it that's when he decides to move in, right? Like that, that'll like sort things out. Yeah, this is before the the even day situation starts when he's like, okay. he moves all his stuff over, and then they move the doctor over. Right, and then they make the consultancies uh, less frequent with the doctor. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, th- th- this is where so we cycle through all those good times and we see the doctor shaving the king. And, and he, re- he reminds the king, you know, if you don't go back to what we're doing, there's a chance you may risk losing the the, proce- the, the progress that we've made thus yeah, far. Yeah, exactly. I yes. need to dump your head in some ice. <laughs> <laughs> I got some leeches. Mm-hmm. We're going to eat some tapeworms next. Do you know we how had- many boxes of oatmeal i had to buy i need i need to pay those off oats aren't cheap man you're trying to get cheap bread we can't get the oats cost money there's horses that are starving because of you and uh he's like nah i'm I'm still good i'm all right because because he puts the like the 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 knife really close the blade really close to his throat and he's like i'm good i ain't scared he goes, Monroe, why don't you kick rocks? Get out of my life. Mm-hmm. I'm a cured man. All I need is to get down on the even days and be in my farm. Exactly. And he goes, well, you can't fire me. I'm on retainer because your wife's pregnant. Humana, humana. You want to send someone into a tailspin. This we is not the guy to do starts, that. starts and he goes, look, you can bite on the stick and we can get going with these leeches. Mm-hmm. I mean, he immediately loses his mind at that news that she's pregnant. Yeah. And what is it that that, that he wakes up? He and he's immediately in his carriage. You know, he's he's out of there. And Charlotte's talking to Augusta, like, "You got to fix this king. There's something up here. There's something wrong." Augusta comes correct at Charlotte, letting her know, letting her know that you know, you may not realize, but. He's in a tough spot right now, okay? You need to work on work with him around his rough edges, okay? Yeah, yeah, well, it, well, 
Charlotte has a nice little bit where she talks about, you know, like suddenly the knives were dull. Mm-hmm. I couldn't cut my, my mutton. And the windows were sealed. And all this locks on some of the doors. I You're telling me this is a... Uh, this is something I'm just supposed to not notice. And then right. Augusta's like, "Hey, just because you you don't you don't know what you were getting into, but you got into something, mm-hmm. and you're stuck with it. So get used to it." Yeah, a little late. You you may have seen that doctor once. Well, you're going to probably see him a lot more times because uh, he's still crazy, and you're pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I don't think she tells Augusta in that moment that she's pregnant, correct? No, I don't think so. Augusta says, like, if this was your situation, you would do the same. You would just try to make the best of it. You would yeah. work with him to, to soften those hard edges and just be be the best wife and support you could be to this man who's losing his mind. You know, I've heard from a lot of people that this series, it's... it's uh, Darker than they expected and a little bit heartbreaking. And this is a good episode, but I can definitely feel the mechanics in place here a little bit. The mechanisms in place of... we Last episode, we start to see how he's fracturing. This one, they're really ratcheting up your sympathies for George. That things are tough for him and you're hoping it can work out. But, like, I don't know how you come back from this right now. This guy is out of his gourd. And you can only hope we'll that see. him getting... <laughs> him getting strapped back in as he has to be by the end of the episode will help a little bit but man this is this is going to be tough man these last two episodes I bet you yeah yeah well we didn't touch a lot of the side characters at all this week and we didn't touch the flash forwards so I think maybe there was no flash forwards yeah at all. yeah we do a little balancing and we can teeter well and she's pregnant so she's got to be dealing with that and he says like strap the- me back into Dr. Monroe he said look I'm ready the first of I a dozen more times that she'll be pregnant. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, but Dave, did you like this week? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was interesting. A nice little turn. You know, with six episodes, this is a bold move to, to focus pretty much solely on King George. Mm-hmm. But I didn't dislike it at all. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I think this actually would pair well if you were watching like in bricks of two you could probably watch the first two episodes together and then the last two episodes together and they'd pair pretty well each of them but uh that was that's the episode i feel like we flew through it it's over it's over it's done even while watching it it felt like so breezy because we'd seen so many we've seen variations of the events already so it's like we got some more information but it wasn't entirely new um it's so funny because this week was longer than last week's episode by about five minutes but they're just squeezing stuff in between, I guess. Yeah. Next week uh, is going to be so information dense. We're going to be like, come on, where was where was this last time? Yeah, I mean, we got two full hour episodes left. And we got some power rankings to get to, too. We do, indeed. Well, Dave, who's going down for you? Well, number three, I got whatever her title is, Princess Augusta. Okay. She is uh, trying her hardest to manage the situation from the beginning. Clearly, her son doesn't want to play the game as Lord Butte is hovering. Uh, Not a great week for her. Mm -mm. She's juggling all of this drama. And then Queen Charlotte has to have this attitude of her own that she doesn't want to deal with. And she's trying to keep secrets, secrets. It's just tough. Tough. 
tough run for this character who's proven to be not that sympathetic, but also not inhuman. Mm-hmm. Well, at number three, I got Queen Charlotte. It's okay. uh, been a rough go for her, and this kind of helps to let us know, like, it could it could actually be worse for her. <laughs> and who knows if it's going to get worse for her. So, man, she married into a tough situation here. Well, that's why I got her at number two, because... okay. You know, last week I gave her I gave her some positive points for being empathetic to mm-hmm. what her husband was going through, but this week she's pregnant. She's got a lot. She's got a future to deal with. She's you know, and she says, "I want to go home. I, I want nothing to do with this." It's like, well, too late. No way out now. <laughs> yeah. Well, by that same measure, I got Princess Augusta at number two because that that speech she gives to Queen Charlotte at the end of the episode where she's. Letting her know, you have no idea <laughs> how bad this is. You can kind of really feel the pain that she's had to endure dealing with King George. And then just the fear, the anxiety of not having an heir w- from him right now. Yeah. Uh, it's quite so severe. You change for her. the change the world if there's no heir. Yeah. So you, you really do feel for her. And you do. Yeah, you, you're right. Um, you bring up a good point there of like, he, he mentions to himself, we've changed the world. I'm King George. We're changing things already. Yeah, yeah, you are. You could also change it if you don't have another baby. You better, you yeah, better her, get, get on there, boy. Mm-hmm. Number one going down, though. I mean, it has to be a pretty unanimous. Yeah, it's the man. It's, king, it's the king. It's King George. <laughs> Them leeches hurt. He's in a lot of pain. Those ice baths, man. That ain't fun. Dave, if you had to choose a punishment of the ones he endures, what would you take? Oh, well, I mean, what are, are my options? Having a weird man shave you every day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the ice strapped bath. In. Whatever happens when he's strapped. We know that he gets strapped in and he he has the leeches, but is there any anything else that we see that happens when he's strapped in? I don't think there's any in? electrical volts or anything like that. No. Uh, and then, then you have the porridge or oatmeal. I'd probably do the oatmeal. Actually, you know <laughs> what? I would do the ice bath. I, I, I was about to say the same. I feel like that has more benefits than you realize. Yeah, your blood flow. Or, or I feel like the 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 like poppers diet is probably like a net positive for any human being. It's the yeah. oatmeal. You'll be fine. It's keeping them real lean out there in the field. Oh yeah. All right. Well, let's flip things up on the positive side because this is a lightning fast podcast we're doing this week. Who do you got going mm-hmm. up, Corey? I got Reynolds at number three. Okay. I really took away from this episode a whole new respect for what he was doing to help keep King George upright. You know, he's Yeah, and we, we did totally skip over the fact that in the moment when he's having the dinner panic attack, mm-hmm. Reynolds is the one who puts his hand on his shoulder and calms him down. So Yeah. Reynolds is wise beyond his uh his years or or you know, his what his position. What you expected. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and and you know, assisting getting the Pomeranian dog into the picture, good good on Reynolds. I, I like this guy. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I feel like there's only if his sort of sympathetic stature had not been established last week, I would mm-hmm. give him placement. But this is such a meager episode; it's tough sure. to like suss it out. Well, I well, I, well, I took a page that. out of your book. I said the future of farming, farmers, oxen are out. Horses are in. We're going to increase yeah. production. We're going to get cheaper bread. Game over because of the king. That's fair. Or maybe I yeah. should give it... I'll give it to the farmers. I'm going to amend it. Farmers and horses. 
Okay. Horses <laughs> are about to get hired. They are going to be put to work. That is absolutely yeah. true. About to make some money. They're going to get their own oats. Okay. Well, on a similar tack, and I feel like we may, may be starting to lose our listeners here. I got a Pomeranian dog at number two. Oh, I got Pom Pom at number two as well. That's a, oh, really? <laughs> there's no doubt. It's a tough week for Pom Pom. Is living in a is living in a cage in the beginning of the episode, being used as like a, a moral of the story about how much of a wussy dog. Do we know if it's a boy or a girl? Uh, not clear to me. No. Yeah. I, I don't. Whatever know. it is. It's basically the butt of a joke, and mm-hmm. thanks to King George, it's now a happy dog it's with the owner. Family. Yeah. yeah. So big ups to the Pomeranian dog. Who, 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 Well, number one going up, it's probably the same as you because there's only so few characters, but it's Dr. Monroe. It's <laughs> Dr. Monroe. This dude, he's evil. Sometimes what evil credentials? I, I need to see what his whole resume is because I, I have a hard time buying this guy just is credible enough to be the doctor, but it doesn't matter. He, he's the doctor's, he's the king's doctor. He's the queen's doctor. He's Dr. Monroe. Yeah. He comes in, does his job. When they threaten to get rid of him, he says, oh no, I've made myself uh, required for this place. Y'all can't get rid of me. Do you think Queen Charlotte's actually pregnant? Do you think he's lying to keep his job? I think she's actually pregnant because we see her in the last episode like rubbing her belly. And we know she's not eating that. She's eating Popper's meals too. Or no, we see that she's only eating with King George every now and again. Yeah. So, and we know for a fact that she has a lot of kids. So, got to start That's sometime. True. Well, kudos to him for coming in out of nowhere to make his force, his force felt. Yeah. And and it, we're, we're just over half an hour. This is, this is unheard of. Geez. Yeah. Well, but with two left, we hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah, two left, and we're at the closing out on the finish line of Queen Charlotte. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of ground that we're going to have to cover. Uh, but uh, yeah, Dave, you've been watching anything else? Uh, have I been watching anything else? Not really, unfortunately. I'm behind mm-hmm. on my shows. I'm trying to catch up. I know Succession ended this week. Uh, I'm two behind, so my goal is to catch up on that by the end of this week. Okay. That and uh, all my other sort of shows. So, unfortunately, nothing too exciting over here. Just uh, just lagging behind. Gotcha. I think Ted Lasso ends this week. Just Barry end. Like, it's, there's a lot of, like... Barry's over, yeah. A lot of stuff coming to a head that all happened right around, like, a holiday weekend, which to me is just like, come on now. Can't we wait? i got to <laughs> have my hamburgers and cheeseburgers and, and hot dogs. In what about you, Corey? Uh, uh, so yeah, I'm I'm done with Succession, man. It's it great. <laughs> and we'll talk about that more when well, we don't have to talk about it on the podcast, but we'll actually talk about it when you whenever you finish it. Yeah. Uh, but you know, with all this prestige TV leaving, I got to find other stuff. So I've been watching EXO Kitty on Netflix. I'm <laughs> almost okay. done with it. It's the spinoff of To All the Boys I Ever Loved, and I don't think it's very good. <laughs> I think no, it's actually you, very bad. we got to kill but, some time know. until Righteous Gemstones comes back. Yeah, and you know it's playing some K-pop music. It's uh, it's in Korea. You know I want to go visit there. You know, if anyone knows, I've been trying to learn Korean for the past year or so, so I'm into it. But uh, the show and the writing leaves a lot to be desired, <laughs> at least for me. Okay. But uh, yeah, otherwise, other than that, Better Call Saul season six is on Netflix. Been catching up on that. 
and still watching an extraordinary attorney with a lot of a lot of lawyer legal dramas that don't include much well they do include include a bit a fair amount of lawyering it's good stuff well all right well hopefully we there's a little bit more meat on the bone next week less uh less leeches mm-hmm. less ice baths more plot yeah and until then you know we have our patreon out there you can subscribe if you so choose we have our lords of grantham lounge we're open to talking we'll have some yeah, bonus when you talk succession on there that'll be yeah if you want to talk succession with us that's the if you haven't to talked to enough people about it <laughs> we'll be there uh but you can always reach out to us at lords of grantham at gmail.com find us on facebook twitter instagram leave us five star rating and review if you so choose on any podcast uh, service that you listen to us on you can find all our backlog on our podbean website you know we've had some ads popping up on these podcasts recently we didn't realize they were there <laughs> actually because of something i turned on uh, to say yes yeah, we'll take them but yeah they're, they're there let us know if, if you're it's too if annoying you have been you. getting ads and you've made it this far on the podcast let us know let us know what you think about them because the service we we appreciate any sort of of help to help keep this podcast afloat so the fact that we might throw some local ads in there we're not trying to annoy you, but we we like a couple cents per ad. And it is literally a couple cents. I I, I can't stress that enough. It doesn't actually add up to much of anything, but thank you. Yeah, thanks for enduring. And aside from that, we'll catch you next week on the podcast. <laughs>